2020 will always be remembered as the great pandemic of COVID-19. What people lose sight of is that it's happened before. We've had many pandemics. The most recent and deadly one would be the Spanish flu of 1918. You're listening to Learning with Darina. Now, the Spanish flu actually didn't start in Spain. It's also called the Great Influenza Epidemic or the 1918 Influenza Pandemic. It's even been called the Brazilian flu, Flanders flu, Flemish fever, German flu, French flu. So that was one big reason as to why we call it the Spanish flu. And that has to do with censorship during wartime. So this was going on during World War One, and the Spanish were a neutral country compared to a lot of European countries and America, of course. Spain didn't really have a reason to censor its news, unlike other places. Although this influenza epidemic was recorded in other countries, Spain was the one who publicly came out to the news and said that there was a new type of sickness going around, and that's why we call it the Spanish flu. The Spanish flu came in four different waves. The first wave was in 1918 in March, and it was found at a military camp in Kansas called Camp Funston. It was only a few days until more than 500 other people were infected. Now, Camp Funston was a military training center, and they were shipping men off to different parts of the world because of the war. And so you can imagine if you have a new epidemic starting in a camp where there's a lot of men that are in close quarters and they're being shipped off to many different places, how that could spread really easily. So the first wave lasted for a couple of months in the spring, and about 75,000 people died in the U.S., which is not too bad of a number if you compare it to a lot of years where people have died from influenza. The second wave started in August, and it was a lot worse than the first wave. It spread to Africa, Russia, Asia, and India was one of the hardest hit. They had millions of deaths in just that quarter. The third wave was at the beginning of 1919, and it had spread to Australia and Spain, Great Britain, Mexico, Serbia, and it hit a lot of larger cities in the U.S., which prompted a lot of health measures from the government, which we saw in 2020 with COVID-19. The fourth wave was in the spring of 1920, and the death rates were higher than all of 1918. There have been reports that this pandemic may have even tipped the balance of power in the war. In 2020, we have a world population of about 7.5 billion people. But during the 1918 pandemic, the world population was a little less than 2 billion. The influenza pandemic infected around 500 million people, and that would have been about a third of the population. The actual death toll varies greatly from source to source. There's been some saying it was as low as 17 million, and some saying it was as high as 100 million. 
but the general consensus would be 20 to 50 million deaths. The death toll in the United States was close to 500 to 600,000 people. One oddity about this influenza pandemic was that the outbreaks were more severe in the summer and fall than in the winter. Another odd thing was that there was a high mortality rate for people who were aged 20 to 40 years old, which is unlike what we usually see with regular influenza. And this is the work of hypercytokinemia. It's when the immune system releases these molecules called cytokines. Cytokines are usually released throughout our body during times of illness, but if there's a sudden release of a huge amount of cytokines, then it can actually lead to multiple organ failure. This makes it so that healthy adults who have a good responsive immune system can actually get sicker than other individuals. There were also reports of an 1890 epidemic that may have provided older people with a partial protection from the Spanish flu. There may have also been some aspirin poisoning because they used to prescribe higher dosages than they do now. Bacteria pneumonia was also a major cause of death. And a lot of what we see is that because of the war, this spread so rampantly and because of the tight quarters in hospitals, it was so easy to mutate and infect. Even in the beginning, they really didn't know what it was because they couldn't see it under a microscope. So the response was really different than it should have been in the very beginning. New York City was one of the first cities to start imposing certain restrictions to curb this pandemic. The first one would, of course, be masks and then social distancing. There was even a time where they had staggered the opening and closing of different businesses. That way, the subways and public transportation was not as crowded. Like most viruses, there were many different strains and mutations. The more lethal ones would die out really quickly because it would kill the host, but the less lethal ones stuck around and that's actually what we have going around today. It would be influenza A or H1N1. We just started getting used to it and getting a natural immunity. Back then, there were no vaccines. There were no antibiotics that treated the influenza-related sicknesses. And so what we had was a rampant pandemic where people started becoming naturally immune to it. Although this pandemic infected about a third of the world's population and killed so many people, it has been called the forgotten pandemic just because during the war, a lot of the news overshadowed the pandemic. So now a lot of different companies have banded together and governments to figure out what they're going to do in response to another pandemic because it's likely to happen again. We've seen that these pandemics, they start usually by animals and they spread from contact. They can spread from almost anything and every virus is different and we've learned that with COVID-19. And the Spanish flu was a really great precursor to know what to do. They split schedules among different businesses. They started wearing masks, started to social distance. 
They started doing all these things a hundred years ago, and now we're doing those things, and we're trying to progress and slowing everything down as best as we can. Well, that's what we have for today. 